All right, I will say good morning. Good morning. Let us begin. Begin by thanking our sponsors for this morning's share to thank our Tamatora sponsors for the month of Kislev, Josh and Becca Friedman for dedicating the Shurim this month. Le'ilui Nishmas, Josh's father, Yisrael Yehuda, Ben-Rav Chaim, Rafael, Zichron Levracha. To thank Sammy and Malka Esterson for dedicating the Shurim this month in memory of their parents, Yitzchak Leib and Aaron Cohen, Sarah Rachel Bas Baruch Avram, Hinda Bas Henech Ephraim, and in honor of Mr. Esterson, his continued Gizunt Admeve Esim Shonim Tovos. The Pepper family for dedicating the Shurim this month, in the commemoration of the yard site of Yosef Pepper, Yosef David Zichron Livracha Ben Yaakov. Week of Learning sponsors, Steve Golaskov, in honor of his daughter Rivi's upcoming wedding to Ellie Bogart, Mazel Tov and Mazel Tov on the Ofrof this past Shabbos, and in honor of, in honor of his father's upcoming first yard site. And Shem Shav and Aliyah, and the Chassan and the Kala Mirat Hashem should go to the Chobah B'Shah Tova Umetzlachos. Our week of learning is also sponsored by the Pepper family in merit of a Refor Shlimer for Yaakov Ben Rachel. We open the merit of our Tamar Torah, he together with Kol Chol Yisrael, will have a complete and enduring Refor. The most of that, let us begin. So we had an incredibly amazing and riveting daf yesterday. I know for those who were able to overcome the Shabbos afternoon fatigue, <laughs> I got it. It's a, it's a hard slot. It's a hard slot. Uh, I'm not gonna, you know, the problem is, is there's really no other slot. I don't know, we're going to do early in the morning. We could do early in the morning, but the truth is, then there's some of the Chavah that happens in Ashkama, so it's hard to get everybody. Matzi Shabbos, I don't know, I feel sometimes once you go ahead and you say, Baruch HaMalad, you know, everything, everything happens. Everything happens on Matzi Shabbos. So, all right. We try our best. We try our best. Maybe we'll have to have like special brew coffee for uh, Ari. What do you think? Something, something, something. For Shabbos afternoon, maybe something. You know, maybe some like uh, we'll have some Starbucks triple shots. You know, uh, in back over here. All right. Any event. You know, it's Lefum Sarah Agra. Baruch Hashem. Okay. In any event, we'll say new parak today. New parak Baruch Hashem. Today's daf is Lamed Gimel thirty three. We are picking up Amir Hashem on the bottom of Lamed Beis Amud Beis at the Mishnah. It was a very interesting, very interesting topic. Over here, obviously, continuing in the topic of Nedarim. Says the Mishnah: Ein bein hamuder mechavero mehemenu So we'll say, listen to this case. So first of all, let's take a look. We're going to rely heavily today on Rashi. Rashi on the left hand side. Rashi says, So just so we understand what's happening over here. The case over here is as follows. I go, all right? I go, Ruben goes over to, all right, let's keep it easy. I, I take a nether, precluding Ruben from getting any benefit from me. That's the case. Remember again, just to understand your terms, Hanoder means a person who makes a neder. Hamudar means a person who is subject to a neder. So in this case over here, I am making the neder, prohibiting Ruvain from getting any benefit from anything of mine. Now, what the Mishnah is highlighting to us are two different types of nedarim. So the Mishnah says there's no distinction between Hamudar Hanoah Mechabero, Lemudar Hameno Macho. So both say, listen to these two nedarim. I could say, Ruvain, I hereby take a neder prohibiting you from getting any benefits from me. That's no that's, derhan, that's no. Or I can say, Ruvain, you are not permitted to get any food benefit from me. So the Mishnah says, in general, those two nadarm kind of play out the same way, except, except, Elo, Trisas Haragel, the Kalem Shein Osin Bahen Ochal Nefesh. 
Let's say, what be the distinction over here? Let's say Ruben, when he goes to shul, he normally cuts through my front yard, my backyard, right, to go to shul. So I will say, so again, if the neder is on Hana'a, then ultimately, again, Ruben can't use the shortcut, because using my property as the shortcut is a form of Hana'a. If it's a neder precluding him from getting food benefit, then what? Then what? He can use the shortcut, because the shortcut has nothing to do with food. Similarly, if Ruben normally borrows my utensils, so again, if the neder is on Hana'a, Ruben can't borrow my utensils, because usage of utensils, excuse me, is a form of Hana'a. However, again, if I went ahead and the neder was about food, then as long as they are not utensils used in food preparation, there's no problem for Ruben to get benefit from it. Incredible. Fine. So the says, good. Hamudar ma'achal I will say, so again, if I went ahead and I made a specific neder, right? I made a neder precluding Ruben from getting any level of food benefit from me. Then lo yashilenu nafa the kavra verechayim bitanor. I cannot lend him a sieve, a sifter, a mill, or an oven. But what can I lend him? I can lend him an article of clothing, a ring, a cloak, or other types of jewelry. say, now what's happening over here? What's happening over here? If you take a look, if you take a look, actually, Rebbe will jump to the Ran for just a moment. So the Ran says, you see, in the, about, about uh, t- uh, 12 lines from the bottom, what, what, what is the Mishnah coming to add over here? Because remember, again, in the beginning of the Mishnah, we already said that if I make a neder, say, Reuben, you can't get any food benefits from me, so ultimately anything associated with food is going to be usher. These items listed at the end of the Mishnah, the sieve, the sifter, the mill, the oven, are used in the form of food preparation. So what is the Mishnah coming to add over here? So this is actually very interesting. The Ran writes, It's terich l'misne hani, Supposed to listen to this. This is very interesting. The mission is coming to teach you the following halacha. Let's play this out. I, I make a nether. Ruvain, you are not permitted to get any, any hanas ma'achal, any food benefit from me. So as I said, the Mishnah teaches me, that includes obviously not only food, but what? Utensils used in the preparation of food. The Mishnah teaches me, I would have thought, what type of utensils are covered by that nether? What type of utensils? What we'll call utensils used in direct food preparation. A pot, a spit upon which you go ahead and roast meat. What's not included in that nether? What we call goring de goring. So I will say, for example, a mill, a grinding mill. I don't know, I wouldn't, I don't know if a grinding mill is so far removed from actual food preparation itself, or for that matter, again, a sieve, a sifter. I understand these are moved, in, but, but they're so far removed from actual food preparation that occurs in my house, I would have thought that they are not covered by the nether. Kamash malon they are. Kamash malon, even food items, or I should say, even utensils, used in the process of food preparation, there are multiple steps removed from the actual act of cooking, will still be prohibited under this nether. Good. We'll say pretty straightforward, pretty straightforward Mishnah. Let's understand. Says the Gemara, Mantano, who is the opinion of this Mishnah? Who is the author? Mantano. So we'll say, so now, again, if you look, if you look at, if you look at Rashi for just a moment, Rashi says over here, Mantano, 
Actually, sorry, you just stick with stick with the run. I'm sorry, just I don't want to keep you jumping around. Five lines after the bottom of the run. Mantano, the mudra hano, ostrovichisaya. you noticed already, one of the complicated parts of Nadarim, in a regular Masechta, there's Rashi and this Tosas. I mean, just not like on the page. I don't mean, like, obviously, one of the complicating things in the run is that you have multiple perushim on the Gemara itself. Like, and, and the difference is that they're pshat perushim. So we'll say, so you have over here, so again, just you have Rashi, the Ran, you have the Rush, even Tosas in the Dharm is a little bit different. Tosas in the Dharm often, again, goes in and helps you just understand Pshat. So that's why I apologize, we jump around a little bit. So look at the Ran, Mantana, the Mudrahana, Asabijri, Sasaraga. So we'll say, here's what's interesting, here's what catches the Gemara's attention in today's daf, which is, I make a nether. What's my nether? Ruvain, I, I make a nether prohibiting benefit. Hano, on Reuven. They both say, so the mission says, Bali, what does that include? What does that include? Even if Reuven were to normally go ahead and take a shortcut through my property, right, he can no longer take that shortcut. So why is intrigued by that? I will say, because that is such a minimal hana, such a minimal hana, that normally I will say, we would think that something like that wouldn't even register. Who is the opinion who holds? that even Trisas Harega, literally taking a shortcut through someone's property, is called the halachic form of Hanah. To say the Gemara says, Rabbi Eliezer, it's Rabbi Eliezer, this time Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, afilu vitur asr b'mudar Hanah. This is fascinating. Rabbi say ultimately again, because we're those of the opinion that even vitur, and Rabbi say, what's vitur? Rabbi say, vitur comes from the notion of yeser, something extra. This is so interesting. Take a look at, take a look at the Ran again. Just be consistent. Afilu vitur, it was very interesting. It was often very common when you would, if you, if you would go to a merchant, a vendor, and you would have a relationship with that vendor, it was common if you were buying, a, I don't know, a, you know, you know, three pounds of apples, that what would the vendor do? He'd give an extra one, two, app, right? In other words, it was common. That, that was common in the marketplace, especially with a vendor with whom you regularly did business. So Rabbi Lezer is of the opinion that when you are subject to a nether, including you from getting hana from someone, even that, even that vitor, even that extra amount is prohibited, which shows that according to Rabbi Lezer, when, when you are prohibited from deriving hana because of a nether, any hana, any hana, even that, which is normally considered to be insignificant, still becomes true. Because I will say the whole chap with that vitor is in the eyes of the vendor and in the eyes of the purchaser, that extra one or two apples, I will say, what is that worth, that extra one or two apples? What is it worth? Nobody. Nothing. Nothing. It's just, it's just a gesture. That's all. It's just a gesture. It's not, it's not even quantifiable in a financial. But as it holds, when you are forbidden to derive hana because of a nether, any benefit, even that which is normally called inconsequential will be prohibited. Therefore, again, in this case, when I go ahead and I'm making nether to preclude Reuven from getting benefits from me, it includes even his taking a shortcut across my property. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Good. Says the Gemara. Hamudra macha mechaber lo That's what I said. Then the Mishnah said, but if I make a nether, if I make a nether, to go ahead and say, Reuven, you are not permitted to get any food benefit from me. Can't get any benefit, food benefit from me. So not only could I not lend him utensils used in the direct process of food preparation, but even again, the Mishnah said, even the sieve, the sifter, the mill, and the oven. But one second. 
Here's the problem I will say. When you look at the Lashon of the Neder, the Lashon of the Neder seems to be, I'm saying Ruvain is not permitted to what? Get any food benefit from me. She will say, so Bepashtos, what should this Neder govern? What should it govern? Food. In other words, actual food. In other words, the Gemara is bothered by is, where did you make the jump? Where did you make the jump? Ultimately, again, from, where did you make the jump? From food to food utensils. Amr B'Shemin Lokish, Ba'omer Hanos Ma'achalcha Alai. No worries. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Ma'achal. I'm saying Hanos Ma'achalcha. Any benefit from your food should be prohibited on me. So you might say, well, maybe that means, Eimah, this is actually very interesting, Shalom Yilos Chitin V'Yitin Amakaso. Maybe that comes even in Kuduk. As well as I used to be a common remedy that if you had a wound, what would you do? Chew up some wheat and put it on the wound. I guess it seals the wound. So I'll say, so maybe, maybe that's what Hanas Ma'achachal comes to include. That in other words, even, what it, now I will say, what's the Kiddush of that case? That's a non-food usage of food. Right? A non-food usage of food. Right? So maybe that's what the nether includes, but it doesn't come to include utensils. To which the Gemara says, Amarava Ba'omer Oh, so it's very interesting. What's the nether? The nether is, I hereby prohibit myself from getting any benefit that could lead to food consumption. That could lead to food consumption. So that's a pretty expansive nether. Now I understand the Mishnah. So I'm saying that's the nether. So again, I, I'm, I'm taking a nether saying, Ruvain, you may not get any benefit that could lead to eating my food. And therefore, the Mishnah says, when you make an edger like that, it not only prohibits food. What else does it include? What else does it include? Utensils. And what kind of utensils? Anything used in the process of food preparation, even from very earlier stages, like a grinding mill and forward. So Amra Papa, sack lahaviperos, right? So Amra Papa says, by the way, what about, what about a sack to bring that brings produce? The chamar lahavi alav peros, or a donkey, for that matter, that's often used to transport produce. And even a basket by itself. So Papa says, just understand how sweeping this particular nether is. So I will say, so literally, again, if you phrase it this way, if you phrase it this way, then literally anything involved in food becomes prohibited. So the donkey that normally transports the produce becomes prohibited. The sack used to, to transport the fruit becomes prohibited. The basket, which normally holds the produce, prohibited. That's how expansive, ultimately, again, the standards are. Like, take a quick look at the rhyme for just a moment. Right before the lines get wide, right before the lines get wide, it's uh, three, five, uh, five, six lines. So I'll say, I'm sorry, actually, that's too, sorry, I'm joking back. Forget that, forget that, let's go back there. So I'll say, so now, here's what we've got. Here's what we've got. So I'll say, so now the Gemara is assuming over here that Rava's position, that the lotion of the nether is, that's the nether. So I'm telling Ruvain, you may not get any benefit from anything that can lead you to food consumption. So now it prohibits food. It prohibits, obviously, the utensils used in direct food preparation. And then we branch out to pretty much include any utensil involved in any stage of the food preparation, including what? Including what? 
even transportation of food. So we'll say, Sinara Papa asked us, so it's very interesting. Bara Papa, Sus Lirkovalov, Vitabas Liraos Bomahu. So I'll say, listen to this. What about a horse to, to ride on or a ring to be seen in? Now, I'll say, now, now what does this mean? Umezel Ba'are. So first I'll take a look, take a look at Rashi. Interesting Mahlog is Rashi in the run over here. Rashi says, Sus Lirkovalov, Lelech Lebes Hamishta. What about a horse to borrow, right, so that I could get to a meal? So I could get to a meal. So obviously, again, if the meal, right, so if Rube wants to borrow my horse to get to a meal, is that called food benefit as well? Since he's using the food, right, he's using the horse ultimately to get to the Beis HaMishta. Or, Tabaos Li Ra'os Barash, he says, the Beis HaMishta, Kedei Shiena Bokava. So actually, skip down to the rand for just a moment. Skip down to the rand. The rand says, Bosef, this is in the wide lines of the rand. Two four lines in. Sus Listen to this. Remember, what have we established? We've established that any hana that enables or facilitates food consumption is going to be prohibited under this nether. So watch this. Listen to this. So we'll say, now listen to this. Here's the question. Can Ruben borrow my horse or go ahead and borrow my ring? Why? According to the Ran, because he's going to a Su'uda. Now, it's not my Suda. It's not because he can't eat my Suda. He's going to a different Suda. But why, why does he want to borrow my horse? Because we're both saying, everyone knows, if you roll up to a, whore, to a Suda in a horse, in a horse, you get service. Right? You get service. You know, you're coming, you're coming on the, you know, clunker donkey, right? No one gives you a second look. But you roll in on that horse, right? You, you pull into the horse valet and they take your horse, right? We'll say, and then, right, you get first class service. Or you come in flashing a signet ring, mamish, like, right? You're, you're the maitre d's coming, you're taking you to the back, right? To the, black, to the back of the restaurant. So we'll say, so here's the shayla. Or, or for that matter, again, we'll say, again, the last part is, taking a shortcut to my property to get to the Suda. Not my Suda. So it's like, so you hear what Gimor is asking? Is now you're telling me that according to Rava, the nether that I'm making, that, that's prohibiting Ruvain is anything that leads, any hanol that leads to food consumption is prohibited to you. So now we've established, he can't eat my food, he can't use my utensils, anything that, in, that, that leads up to food consumption. What about if he wants to use my stuff, borrow my stuff, to enable food consumption, but it's nothing to do with my food. See, he's going to a different suuda, but he, if he goes ahead and comes on my horse, he'll get better service. He'll go ahead and, and wear my ring, he'll get better service. He cuts across in my yard, he'll get to the suuda faster and get whatever, get better service, get a better portion. Is that also prohibited by the nether of Hana? So fascinating. So the Gemara says, what's the case? My, so Tashma, so what Mishnah? Even when I make a nedar prohibiting Ruben from getting any food benefit from me, I can go ahead and what? Lend him my cloak, right? My, ta- my, my shirt, my, ta- my cloak, and rings, and right? Nose rings and rings, bracelets and rings. So what the Mishnah says, 
even when you go ahead and you make another prohibiting food benefit, you could lend jewelry or other items, clothing. I could lend clothing to Ruvain. So we'll say, so sounds like it's about to say, what's the case? So we'll say, what's the case? If I'm lending these items to Ruvain, and Ruvain's not going out in public with them, so he's not going to be seen in them, then what's the Chiddush? Of course I'm permitted to lend them to him. Elo, lav, afilu le'ra'uspahen. Rather, I will say, well, it must be the case. The Mishnah says, I can lend him clothing, I can lend him jewelry, even though what? He's going to go out and be seen with it and potentially get better service because of it. Yet, you see, it's still permitted. Dekatani mashilo, to which the Mishnah says, no, 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 lo, the olam shilo le'ra'us. No, in general, the truth is the Mishnah is saying you can lend him clothing, you can lend him jewelry, but at that, the assumption is that he is not going out to be seen with these items. Since the Reisha said, you shouldn't lend, so the Seifa says, you can lend. So I will say, interestingly enough, interestingly enough, so the Gemara doesn't seem to answer it. So in other words, here's what I'll say, here's what we have. So therefore, I make a neder, let's use Rava's understanding over here, I make a neder, ultimately precluding Reuven from getting any food benefit from me, or I should say differently, any benefit which leads to food. Okay? So now I'll say, what's covered under that neder? Let's start with the obvious. What's covered under the neder? Food. Good. Next stage, next stage, utensils used in direct food preparation. Next stage under that, that utensils used indirectly in food preparation. Again, the sieve, the sifter, the mill, the oven. Then we'll say what Rapapa introduces. That's what Rapapa's question. What about, what about totally non-food utensils? My horse, my ring, a shortcut that enables him to get food. Not my food, that enables him to get food. Is that also prohibited under the Nendor and we'll say, So if you notice, by the way, the Gemara doesn't answer it. So we'll say, if you look at the Ran, so the Ran says over here, the Ran says it's uh, two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven lines up from the bottom. So the Ran says, Ule'inyan halacha. Ule'inyan halacha. Ba'id rapapa lo ifshita. The Gemara doesn't answer Rapapa's question. Therefore, hilchach naktinon ba l'chumra. So it says the Ran, in the absence of a definitive sack by the Gemara, we'll have to go to Chumra. So therefore, it's incredible. So therefore, in this case, it's incredible. In this case, if I go ahead and I, and I, I make an edit, I say, Ruvain, you are not permitted to get any Hanoah, which could lead to food consumption. Ultimately, again, the way Paskin is, is going to prohibit, it, prohibit everything. It's going to prohibit, again, food. Utensils used directly in food preparation. Utensils used indirectly in food preparation. And any item which could lead to food benefit for Ruvain. So Ruvain says, I want to borrow your horse because I want to roll up to the restaurant in a fancy, very fancy horse. Sorry, can't let you do it. I don't want to borrow your ring because I want to get faster service. Can't let you do it. I want to go ahead and cut across your yard because I have a reservation in the restaurant. I want to make it. Can't let you do it. Ultimately, again, that's how expansive the nether itself becomes. Incredible. Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah is a continuation of the previous one. But any item not used in food preparation, right, not related to Ochal Nefesh, so therefore again, So this is very interesting. Very interesting. So what we established in the previous Mishnah was like this. If I make a nether, that Ruven cannot get any benefit which leads to food consumption. That's how we frame now the, the, the Mishnah's nether. Sefer Abosai, utensils, 
which have nothing to do with food preparation. For example, for example, Ruven wants to borrow my lawnmower. He will say, can I lend Ruven my lawnmower? Can I lend my lawnmower? Yeah. Why? Because again, there's no shaykhahs to food. There's no shaykhahs to food and it's not going to enable food consumption. So therefore, again, that should be totally permitted. I will say, says the Mishnah, uh, one little detail. If the lawnmower is something that I normally rent out and Ruven would have to rent, Ruven would have to rent, and now what? By borrowing it, he's what? Saving the rental fee. That's called food benefit as well. Why? Because now he has extra money available for food. I will say, by the way, you learn these sogis, and, and now you understand, don't make nidarin. Right? That, that's, like, that's like the simple takeaway from all of this. Don't, take, don't make nidarin for the simple reason. Now, what often happens in life is, we say things and we do things, and we don't even understand the unintended consequences, ultimately, again, of our actions. It's such an incredible idea. Sound the Mishnah says, by the way, even items which are normally rented out, you can't go ahead and borrow if you're under the nether for food consumption. Why? Because halacha lemaisa, the money you save can be used for food, and therefore it's called food benefit. So I will say, so the Gemara says as follows. So let, let's, it says that's the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, michlal, michlal dereisha, afapishe'in maskirin. So I will say, ultimately, again, it sounds like the reisha is talking about even if it's not normally rented out, mantano, who is the opinion that suggests this? Amravadavar Ava, Rabbi Eliezer. So we'll say, so the first part of the Mishnah, which seems to indicate that ultimately, again, even if they're not rented out, it would be Aser, right, is Rabbi Eliezer. As well as Rabbi Eliezer of the opinion that says, Afil Vitor. Remember, Rabbi Eliezer says, any amount of Hanah, ultimately, again, is going to be problematic. Okay, incredible. So we'll say, if you take a look, fine. Let's go back there. Hamudra Hanah Mechavero. A lot of interesting runs that we're not doing today. Really fascinating details, but let's go back there. So Hamudra Hanah Mechavero. So we'll say, so same case, same case. I'm taking a nether, I'm taking a nether, prohibiting Ruvain from getting any benefit from me. So Hamudra Hanah Mechavero. Shokya Lo Eshiklo. So we'll say, so now, now that we've spoken about all of the things that you can't do if you make a net that prohibiting someone from getting food benefit from you, we're going to talk about the things you can do. Very interesting listing over here. Samudra no mechavero. So we'll say, so same case. I make a nether prohibiting Ruven from getting any level of benefit from me. Okay? The Mishnah says, Shokela shiklo. What can I do? I can pay Ruven's machtes shakal. Very interesting. So remember, every Jew has an obligation to pay a half a shekel, right? That goes into the fund for, for carbon seabor. So I could pay Ruven's shekel for him. This is wild. I can go ahead and repay his debt. So let's say Ruven owes Shimon $1,000. I can pay Ruven's debt to Shimon. So not only that, I can go ahead and... I can go ahead and... Um, Return his lost object. So let's say Ruben loses an object. I could return his lost object to him. I will say in a place where it is common, where it is common to go ahead and pay someone for returning a lost object. This is very interesting. See, I will say you can't charge someone for, for returning a lost object. Watch this. Let's give you, play this out. Let's say again, Ruben loses an object. I find it. And I, I know that it's his. But the truth is, so I've fulfilled this of Hashavah Ultimately, again, but as a result of it, I miss a major meeting and lose out on a $5,000 sale. 
So I can't go. So I come to Ruben. I said, Ruben, Shabbat, I returned your object. You owe me $5,000. Right? Because I didn't. So you can't do that. Why? Because halacha lemais again. I have a biblical obligation of hashavas aveda. I'm mushva ba'omer. I'm already obligated in it. Now there what there were places where the custom was if someone did you a favor, right? I shouldn't say someone did it. If someone performed the mitzvah hashavas not a favor, if someone did the mitzvah hashavas aveda, it was customary to give them something. Just a token. Just a token. Ultimately, recognizing the fact that let's say you know in life one of the most important things is if someone does something for you, someone does something for you, someone expends effort on your behalf to say thank you, to say thank you. They will say, maybe they're obligated to do it, right? Maybe they're obligated to do it, right? Maybe they're mushrooms, they have an obligation. Right. Maybe the person works for you, or maybe the person is the checkout, you know, the, the clerk at the store. Maybe the person, this is their job. Just because someone, something is someone's job, doesn't mean they don't deserve a thank you and a recognition for it. So even though it's my job to do a Shabbat, it's the most important thing. And you, you, sometimes, you know, when you take the moment to do it, you recognize, unfortunately, how infrequently it occurs. It occurs. So whether it's, you know, whether, again, it's the checkout person at the supermarket or whether it's, you know, Jorge over here who works, mamish like a behema gasa, Every single day, like to make sure the building is or the security guards, or anyone else, or anyone else, you know, yeah, 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 you come to the office, the people you work, you know, just, just again, just a hakaras atov. Some of those, so again, it was customary to go ahead and give something to people who did Ashavas Aveda. So let's say, but here's the problem, here's the problem. I made a nether, right? I made a nether. So now I'm allowed to return the lost object. But if Ruben goes ahead and gives me, gives me, a, you know, $10, what do I do with that? Ultimately, you give that to Hagdish. Give it to Tzadaga. Give it to Tzadaga. Fine. So let's analyze this. So I will say, so here's what's happening. Let's just play this out. I made a nether. I made a nether. Ruven, you are not permitted to get any level of benefit from me. So even though I made that nether, what did the Mishnah say? I am, I, so right, I am allowed to pay Ruven's half shekel. I'm allowed to pay off his debt. And I'm allowed to go ahead and return his lost object. So I will say, what's the pshat? Isn't, isn't that benefit? So this is incredible. So look at the Gemara. Alma, Avruchi Ari Ba'almahu. I will say, what do you see from here? The definition of benefit, the definition of benefit is giving something to someone that they did not have before. That is different, I will say, than let's say paying, paying off someone's debt. Like, because that's what half shekel is, and that's ultimately, again, what paying off a debt is. I will say, when I pay off someone's half shekel, am I giving them something they didn't have before? No. What am I doing? The little Lashon of is, I'm chasing a lion away from their property. In other words, there's a force here that's coming to extract something from them. What I'm doing is I'm blocking the force from coming. That's not called Hana. That's not called, the definition of Hana is giving something to someone they did not have before. But preventing someone from having an outlay of cash, that is not called Hana. Fascinating. So therefore, again, when I pay Ruben's half shekel, am I giving Ruben something he did not have before? No. When I pay off his debt, it's very interesting. Am I giving something? Am I giving him something he didn't have before? No. Why not? Because he already has the money, right? Well, so when you borrow money in halacha, when you take that money from the bar, from the lender, that money becomes yours. That money becomes yours. 
When I pay off Ruvain's debt, I'm not giving him anything new. I'm simply preventing, I'm chasing away the lion from his property. Same way again, if I, if I chase away a lion from someone's property, can I come back and say, hey, listen, I chased away the lion. That'll be $100? No. It's called Mavriach Arimi Nechseich Avero. I can't because I didn't give you anything. I prevented damage. I prevented damage. But we'll say, take a look. Take a look at the run for just a moment. It's a, really, it's a really fascinating idea. Take a look at the run. Four lines up from the bottom. Alma avruchi ari dehudishari. So ashokelo shiklo oparevo chovo kai telahachishar mishum telav midi yoyevle. Now we'll say, when I pay off Ruvain's half shekel and I pay off his debt, I'm not giving Ruvain anything. I'm not giving anything to him. Elo shemesale kamal v'me'alav. I'm removing a creditor from you, right? Whether it's an actual creditor, whether it's the base amikdash, or mishum hachi, now mishokel shiklo, the halom ahani, the balav hachi yishol chayla bekabanos tzibar. This is very interesting. So the Ran actually see when you learn the Gemara, you can easily think it's the same reason for both ideas. I can pay off. I can pay off Ruben's half shekel, and I can pay off his debt. Why? Same thing. Essentially, what I'm doing is I'm paying off creditors. Paying off creditors is not called hanal, is not called benefit, it's called chasing away the lion from destroying the property. Duran says the truth is that's true by the creditor. By the half shekel, there's a different issue. By the half shekel is I'm not really do, giving benefit to Ruvain. Why? Because even without the half shekel, Ruvain has a portion in communal offerings. So ultimately, again, whether you pay your half shekel, you don't pay your half shekel, you have a portion in communal offerings. So I'm not really giving him, I'm not really giving him Anything additional. That's a grand quotes. Terminal Ovid, Fala Gavoy, Vala Asili Gabos. So we'll say, so really very interesting. So therefore, that's why the Mishnah says, even though I, can, I make a neda, Ruben, you cannot get any benefit from me. I can still go ahead and I can still go ahead and pay off his shekel, pay off his half debt. Incredible. So Mar says, Mantano, whose opinion is this? Samravoshia, Zu, Ahmed Bez, Zu, Tifrei Chananhi. Whose opinion? This is Hanan. This is Hanan. Like, we're going to see Hanan in just a moment. By the way, you remember Hanan from Ksuvis. You're going to remember Hanan in just a moment. He's going to come up. So Amr says, so, so, no, no, no. I feel the Every truth is, this can reflect everyone. Why? So the Gemara says, Gabi Mudr Hano, the Yoiv, I'm sorry. Rava Amr, I feel the Tema Divri Akol. This can really reflect everyone's opinion. Why? Ultimately, you're going to both say that Allah might say, if you look over here, look at, look at the run for just a moment. We're going to get to Hanan just a moment. The next run, I'm, I'm like three, I'm in the run, three lines down from the top, middle line. Kilomar, the Kishalvu, Hisnuimo, Shalo Yehe, Koch, Bechabera, Lakofo, is very interesting. We could be talking about a case of a loan, of a loan where when, when the lender lent the borrower money, the lender said to the borrower, there's no due date on the loan. There's no due date, right? You could pay back whenever you want. So we'll say, here's what's interesting. When you, have, when you have a loan like that, everyone agrees that if someone else pays back that debt for me, it's not what? It's not what? It's not Hano. Right? Why is it not Hano? I will say, why is it not Hano? Because there's no due date. If there's no due date, that means that the, that debt is forever, is pretty much forever uncollectible. Therefore, when someone goes in and pays it back for me, that's not called Hano. 
and everyone would agree that such a thing is not Hanar. So we'll say, so let's go, let's, let's go back there for a second. So my, so my Hanar, so we'll say, so let, let's go back. So remember again, here's what the, here's what the, here's what the Mishnah teaches me. I make an editor that Reuven cannot get any benefit from me. The Mishnah says, okay, that's fine, but I, I can still pay Reuven to have Shagal, I can still repay his debt, and I can still return his lost object. Why is that? Isn't that Hana? To which the Gemara says, no, it's not Hana. It's not Hana. So what do I call it if it's not Hana? Mavriach ari I'm chasing a lion away, ultimately, again, from my friend's property. The definition of Hana is giving something to someone they did not have before. But since ultimately, again, all I'm doing over here is preventing the creditor from coming to Ruvain, that's not called Hana. So the says, whose opinion is this? This is Hanan. So we'll say, my Hanan, here we go, my Hanan. So this is not, here we go, but you're going to recognize from Ksuvis. Mishalak, Lamedina Sayam. A man, right? Ruben is married to Rachel. And Ruben goes overseas. And I will say, Ruben just forgot to leave any Mizonos for his wife. He was in a rush, right? And what happens? Ahmad, Akhar, says, Ishto. And I will say, what happened? So someone came along, Shimon came along, unrelated to Ruben. Shimon came along and gave Mizonos to Rachel. He provided for Rachel. So Hanan Amar Ibeit Esma Osav. Hanan says, and I will say, so now remember, let's play out the story. What happens? Shimon the husband comes back. Sorry, Ruben the husband comes back. And Shimon says, Shimon says, you owe me $500. I supported your wife while you were away. So Hanan Amar Ibeit Esma Osav. Hanan says, no, sorry. Hanan says, Ruben could say to Shimon, no, I owe you absolutely nothing. I owe Ibeit Esma Osav. So I will say, so now what, what's, what's the pshat? What's the pshat? So we'll say, go back to Rashi for just a moment. Top Rashi. What has Shimon done? What has Shimon effectively done? Shimon prevented a creditor from descending upon Ruvain. Who is the creditor in this case? The wife. The wife. So, all right, what, what does Shimon do? So, in other words, so Shimon comes back and says to Ruvain, or Ruvain comes back and, and Shimon says to him, Listen, I gave you benefit of $500. I paid you $500 for a support. Ruvain said, You didn't give me any benefit. You didn't give, right? Is there anything additional in my pocket? Hano means something additional I did not have before. You didn't give me anything extra. What you did is you chased the line away from my property. You prevented a creditor, prevented a creditor from extracting money from me. That's not called Hano. And Hanan says, therefore, again, Shimon has absolutely no claim against Ruvay. Shabbos said, come full circle. That's how the Gemara says, who is the Tana? Who is the opinion of our Mishnah? Hanan. Hanan. So therefore, when I take a neder, not to go ahead and get benefit from Ruvay, or for, I should say differently, when I take a neder, prohibiting Ruvay from getting benefit from me, I can still pay off his debt, still pay off his half shekel. Says the Gemara, Nech lekuala b'nei gidolim. The sons of the Khan don't disagree with Hanan in the in the in the case. So the sons of the Khan Gidon, the other Pidrabonan say, no, not true. Not true. Right? Shimon, right? Shimon did give benefit to Ruvain. Ruvain owed his wife Mazonos. Ruvain didn't give his wife Mazonos. Now Shimon comes along and gives her five hundred dollars. So ultimately Shimon has recourse against Ruvain. And therefore, Allah he has to go out and pay him. They're both saying, so remember again, let, let's just go full circle here. So remember again, the Gemara wanted to suggest that our Mishnah could even reflect the view of the Rabbanon. How so? Because maybe we're talking about a case of a debt 
for which there was no due date. That's that's the Gemara said before. For which there was no due date. So we'll say so a debt for which there is no due date. Even the Rabbanon would agree that what that if I come and pay Ruvain's debt that had no due date, even the Rabbanon agree that what that's not Hano. That's not Hano. Fine. So Rabbi Dosman Hokinus. Rabbi Dosman Hokinus. I'm sorry. And therefore, again, Shimon does have a claim against Ruben for the 500,000 Mazonos. Ultimately, I will say what's happened over here. Effectively, Shimon has placed his money on the horns of a deer. And I will say, what happens when you place your money on the horns of a deer? It's done. It's gone. It's lost. Good. The Rava, Rava lo Amar Kerav Hoshia. So Rava doesn't pass like Rav Hoshia. Why? They come walking with Matthew second day because he wants to establish the mission in accordance with everyone. Rav Hoshia lo Amar Kerava, Gezerah Lifara, Mishum Lifara. Because we will say Rava is concerned that Halacha Lameisa, Halacha Lameisa, you set it up as a case. Ultimately, again, as a debt that doesn't have a due date, but if we allow, if we allow repayment of that debt, one may come to confuse that with a case of a loan that does have a, re, a due date, in which case, according to the Rabbonon, repayment of that debt would, in fact, go ahead and be Hano. Say, where we are holding right now, let's go just with the basic opinion. Basic opinion, right? So, so we have Machlokis over here of, Machlokis over here of Rav Hoshia and Rava. Whose opinion does the Mishnah reflect? Rav Oshia says that Mishnah reflects the view of Hanan. Rava holds that the Mishnah could even reflect the view of the Rabbanon. Let's Rav say, for the purpose of moving forward, let's assume right now that like, like Rav Oshia, that the Mishnah reflects the view of, of Hanan. And therefore, Halacha Lanaisi, Rav say, with the Mishnah's coming to teach, Rav say, this is dramatic, dramatically amazing. That, that what? That namely, the defini- what's the definition of Hanan? Definition of Hanan? Right? Getting something additional that you did not have before. There's more in your pocket. There's more in, there's more in your hand than what you had before. If something provides, quote-unquote, benefit, but doesn't increase, right, your assets, right, or doesn't give you something additional, tangible, that's not called hana. That's called chasing away a line. So therefore, again, even though I take a nether, prohibiting Ruben from getting any benefit from me, like Hanan is our Mishnah, and therefore again, I could pay off his debt, I could pay off his half shekel, I could even return his lost object. Good. Well, let's go weiter for just a few more moments. Mishnah says, Mishnah said, I could also return his lost object. So, this is very interesting. One said, So, the Shaila is, what's the case of returning the lost object? So, one opinion said, so we'll say the case must be where the person returning the object, his property is usher upon the person who lost the object. Therefore, we'll say what's happening over here, right? So the, right, the lost object, so, right, so the person who's returning the object, it's he whose property is usher upon the person who lost the object. Therefore, in that case, you could return the object, Why? Because when the object is returned, you're just simply returning the owner's property to him and there's no additional benefit that occurs. Aval, 
If the property, ultimately again, of the Balaveda, so the property of the person who lost the object, is prohibited upon the person who is returning the object, he can't return the object in that case. Why? My gosh, this is absolutely incredible. I will say, why? Because there is benefit, there is benefit of what we call the Pruta de Rav Yosef. And I will say, What's the pruta of Rav Yosef? Rav Yosef is outside. This is incredible. He will say there is a concept called there is a concept called osik mitzvah which means what? At the moment that you are performing one mitzvah, you are exempt from another mitzvah. Rav so Yosef, let's play this out for just a moment. Technically speaking, just a regular case. I go ahead and I find a lost object. I pick it up. I know it belongs to. I'm walking to Ruvain's house. As I'm walking to Ruvain's house, a poor man stops me and asks me for tzedakah. I will say, technically, what's the halacha? What's the halacha? I don't have to give him tzedakah. Why not? Because since I'm engaged in the mitzvah of Hashavas Avedo, I'm exempt from a mitzvah. So I will say, what's effectively happened now as a result of Hashavas Avedo? What's happened? I saved myself a dollar. I saved myself a dollar. So I will say, Siddiq Mars says something very interesting. That in a case, in a case, where ultimately, again, the property of the person who lost the object is prohibited to ultimately the person who found the object, I can't go ahead and return the object in that case. Why? Because as the person who found it is returning it, technically speaking, he could save money by being Oseg B'mitzvah, which turns out that what? He's now benefiting from the property of the person who he's prohibited to benefit from because of an adar. That's called Rabbi Yosef, Puta Drav Yosef. Puta Drav Yosef. The other opinion is, The other opinion says, no, no, no. Even in the case of Rabbi where the property of the person who lost the object is prohibited to the person who found the object, the person who found the object could still return it, right? And it's not called Hanoa. Why? Why? I was saying, come on, how, how likely is that? How likely is that? That at the time that you're going ahead and returning the lost object, someone's going to stop you for tzedakah, and in that very moment, you're going to save yourself a dollar because that's so uncommon that we don't legislate based on it. So now we see, in the case of in the case of returning a lost object, there's a machlokes. There's a machlokes. Does it matter over here who's losing and who's returning or not? We'll stop over here for today. I'm leaving you mid machlokes, but Amir Hashem again, we'll see the re- resolution and the Allah Chalamayis Amir Hashem tomorrow's daf. I'm about to spend a few moments doing the Silasi Sharu.